0: Take it away, Jules. Here we go.
1: Welcome. How's it going? The Julie and Kaz show.
0: Or the Kaz and Julie show.
1: Perspective. (laughs) It's all perspective. It is. We are two amazing health and wellness professionals Mm -hmm. here to talk about various health-related topics to help you have an awesome day and more slash life and yeah. So uh, today, oh, I'm Julie, by the way, <laughs> uh, health and nutrition coach, mm-hmm. yoga teacher, and,
0: uh, and I'm Kaz, registered massage therapist, intuitive energy healer, meditation coach.
1: Yeah. So today- We're talking about
0: habits, Julie.
1: Today we're talking about <laughs> habits.
0: Are you aware of where we are? Yes. And who we are and what we're doing? I am here Maybe now. get in the habit. Of having a coffee before we start (laughs) so that you're alert and awake. I am
1: not caffeinated. I have water in my wonderful fur mama cup. Anyway. Nice. So yeah, we are talking about habits today Mm -hmm. and habit change and how do you change habits? And not the nun habits.
0: Not those. I don't know if they change those. I'm sure they do. I was a nun once in a play. A drunk nun.
1: A drunk nun, of course. I made
0: her. That was the added characteristic. I, I, it made was Anne drunk. of Green Gables. I don't even know what, I don't know. I've never watched her, whatever. Anne of Green Gables. And so I ended up being the nun. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if she was an alcoholic? And then that's what happened. <laughs> she stole the show. Was it? Yeah. And How I had to wear you? a habit. I don't know, it was high school. How okay. old am I in there? 15, 16 maybe? Yeah. Okay. And the best part was that was my like punk slash goth phase. So I had this like wicked purple hair and used to wear all these crazy black makeup everywhere. And so every time I'd walk onto to uh, like into the back room where they would do all the makeup, the makeup artist would be like, oh, for the love of God, because she would have to transform me into this nun. So I had to wear the hat habit part, whatever that's called just to cover my wild hair. I'm like, let's have her crazy. And they're okay. like, w- no. We have diverted quite a, a distance away. I have the habit <laughs> of going on tangents. <laughs> so,
1: so let's deal come with back it. to <laughs> habit change. Let's just reel in that puppy. Oh. So here from a coaching perspective, here's how I look at or think of as habits. Everything that we do, um, worked for us at some point or another, so especially the habits that are no longer serving us. There was a point in time that they worked, and they probably we probably picked them up when we were younger, most likely in childhood. That's when we pick up a lot of things, but also like in adolescence, we can pick up habits. Like a lot of people pick up the habit of smoking when they're teenagers mm-hmm. because kids around them are smoking and they kind of keep up with that habit. Um, Eating poorly also (laughs) begins in childhood. And so everything that we do kind of works to a certain point until it stops working. And then we have to recognize, oh, this thing that I've done for X number of years is no longer working because it makes me Maybe it makes you feel bad in your body. Maybe it makes you feel bad about yourself. Maybe it's potentially preventing you from doing the things that you want to do. So a really good example would be our drunk nun. (laughs) Maybe drinking all the time worked at some point, but at some point in time, it becomes counterproductive. Like Mm -hmm. it's affecting your your physical health, you're not feeling as good, it's disrupting your sleep. So your body's not healing, you're not excelling at work. So and it's affecting your relationships, it could be any number of things that makes you go, Oh, wow, like this isn't working anymore. So then you have to be willing to go there to change the habit. And then it's any number of things. Like different things do work for different people. I can say for sure, willpower doesn't work.
0: (laughs) This is true. I actually used to smoke. I started smoking when I was about 11. And I smoked until I was uh, 22 maybe. Um, And so I haven't smoked, all right, math, in 16 years. (laughs) <laughs> now you all know how old I am. And there are still times where I will either get in my car or I will sit down with a cup of coffee and instinctually feel like I need to have a cigarette. Mm-hmm. So even though I haven't smoked for that long or for that amount of time now, it's no longer some habit for me. There's still a tiny little piece in my brain that it, it was a habit. I would always get in my car, light a cigarette. I would sit down with a coffee, have a cigarette, and so when you're kind of in autopilot, which is I feel where mm-hmm. you know habits reside, that's when it suddenly kicks in. We've had a brand new kitchen for years now, yet sometimes I'll, without
1: even thinking, go to the wrong
0: area to get something out of a drawer that no longer exists because for years it was habit for me to yeah. do that.
1: I do that in this kitchen, which mm-hmm. is also brand new. I go, oh, it's not there anymore. <laughs> So you did hit the nail on the head, it's coming out of autopilot, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the things that we do are unconscious habits, or kind of knee jerk reactions, like if you're up, if your habit, for years and years, you're upset, you eat ice cream, you're gonna do that every single time you're upset, unless you're willing to stop yourself and number one, acknowledge your feelings. And then number two, go, okay, do I really want to do this? What else could I do instead? Yes, I feel like, I feel like crap because I had a bad day or I had an argument with someone or whatever it is. Then you could go, okay, well, I'm going to go for a walk. I didn't go to a yoga class. I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to talk to a friend. I, any number of things that you could do that maybe don't do that instead of repeating that habit that Mm -hmm. doesn't work for you. Because let just because I'm more on the nutrition side, let's go with this whole food thing, right? Food is one of those things that people get addicted to. And it's very easy to have an addiction to food. Mm -hmm. And people will kind of, they'll almost support it or encourage it, you know. So, You know, how many people work in offices where people will bring in donuts or Timbits every single day, right? (laughs) Feeding, feeding poor lifestyle habits, or just like going out for beer with the, with the guys and whatever it is, right? But you have to look at, okay, is this really working for me? How do I feel? Okay. How do I feel when I binge on a bunch of ice cream? Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel good in the moment because it tastes good and then there's the sugar high and then the crash and then how do you feel about it afterwards well if you're guilt tripping and you're feeling bad about yourself then that gives you an indication that this is a habit that you want to try and you want to break up with mm-hmm. so then it's looking at what are the other things you could do instead that are more that can still help you feel better but don't make you feel bad After Mm -hmm. you do that habit and as soon as you become conscious, then you can start to break those grooves in your brain because it's almost like a train track. When we repeat a habit, it just becomes this loop and you have to break the habit. Mm -hmm. You have to break the loop and do something else that is more, I would say, life sustaining.
0: Mm -hmm. You just covered everything I was about to say. So habits are formed. (laughs) We're done. I know exactly. And cut. Habits are formed by repetition, right? That's how we formulate this habit in our subconscious. It then gets filed away so we don't have to think about it Mm -hmm. all the time in order for us to do it. Driving a car, walking, anything. For those of you who didn't grow up with cell phones, we had to memorize a phone number and it became like a habit that you would then dial it in, right? Like it's just through repetition, I can still remember my childhood phone number and having to dial it on a rotary phone, kids. Um, versus Google now, that. if someone asks me for my phone number, I'm like, because <laughs> you don't know how to do it, right? So habits are form through repetition. And like you said, in order to create new habits, we have to first stop the cycle of the old habit by doing something different, that mm-hmm. breaks that cycle. But that one time that you break it does not completely abolish the first habit. Again, in order to create a new habit, it has to be done through repetition. Mm-hmm. So if your habit is to come home and go straight to the freezer to get ice cream, then your new habit is going to be something different. When you come home, the first thing you do is you're going to go over to the living room and do 30 squats. I don't know. Something. Something. Something different that takes you out of that routine. So now your brain is going, hold on a second. Something different's happening here. Mm -hmm. You're starting to fire different uh, neurons. neurons, Neural pathways are being created here. The more you do that, the more energy is funneled down those pathways. And the old habitual pathway is slowly petered out. There's no more energy going there. The brain goes, oh, we don't need to do Mm -hmm. that because that's not getting enough attention anymore. Let's focus all our energy on this new way of doing things. But it does take repetition. So for me, when I quit smoking, I actually had a health scare, which is why I ended up being like, I need to quit. Um, and I did go on Zyban very briefly, um, which I don't necessarily, I talk to your healthcare professional before going on anything. Um But for me, it was a big enough thing that I had to go, okay, I need to make this change. So I would stop doing the regular routine things that would elicit me smoking. So going out and having a coffee. Um, When I got in my car, I wouldn't have cigarettes anywhere. I make sure I cleaned out all of the ashtrays. Mm -hmm. That's right, children. There were ashtrays in cars. Um, So that, you know, I put air freshening in so I didn't smell it. Anytime I felt that need to smoke, I would do something different. Mm -hmm. I know some people say, if you feel like smoking or if you feel like having an alcoholic beverage or even if it's something like eating a cookie, have a glass of water instead. Like, it's all about changing Mm -hmm. that mindset from this is how I've always done it to something new so that your brain is just like,
1: whoop. Well, it's becoming aware and then the other thing to keep in mind is when you're, especially when you're replacing habits that don't make you feel good, like especially physically in your body, if you're eating a ton of ice cream, it's not going to make you feel good. It makes you feel good in the moment, but maybe your stomach gets upset. Maybe you, you have other reactions in your body. Maybe you just don't like the way your clothes feel like that is also, uh, consequence of repeating the habit. (laughs) So when you repeat other habits that are more positive, you want to notice how are you feeling? Like, are you feeling better about yourself? Are you feeling more energized? Then that is going to motivate you to keep going because it's the repetition plus observing what's working, right? And for most habit change, it's 21 to 90 days, depending on what the habit is. So for example, I was going through some very serious health things and I fell out of the habit of regular physical exercise and my body hurt like hell. And so I couldn't exercise. And so I would try to reestablish the habit of exercise and I kept failing at it. I kept failing at it because I wasn't, there was a period of time where I just wasn't ready. But then when I finally committed, I got into the routine of exercising several times a week. And then I started to notice how it felt in my body. Like I liked the feeling of feeling stronger Mm -hmm. and my mind was clearer and I just felt better about myself overall. And that has motivated me to continue to move my body. Now it can be like that with anything. It can be like with eating healthier food, with, um, Any number of things, like say you have a goal of writing a book and you sit down every day and you just write for half an hour, that feeling of accomplishment will keep you motivated to continue to do the work. And over time, it'll become more second nature instead of doing the things that aren't helping you.
0: Mm -hmm. I like the point that you made about being aware because unfortunately, we spend a lot of time in autopilot. Not necessarily um, aware of our actions and our thoughts. And so that's where the habit just takes over. Mm -hmm. We live in this, uh, like I said, autopilot fog, and we're just doing things habitually without even really acknowledging or recognizing what we're doing. So being more present in the moment, Mm -hmm. taking that time to just refocus our thoughts is going to be a little easier for us to start making the necessary changes. And also, Going a little easy on yourself. You're not going to go from um, smoking to then not smoking and everything's good. You're going to always have challenges and setbacks. So small mm-hmm. goals are very important because they're a lot more achievable, which makes you feel good, which makes you continue on mm-hmm. as opposed to um, you know the what I've, all or
1: nothing approach. Yes, yeah,
0: like I've never yeah. meditated before, so I'm going to sit down and do it for an hour and a half. Good luck. That's no, all I have to say like with just that.
1: Start with five minutes. Right. And even with the smoking thing, like notice how much you're smoking and then start to see okay what does it feel like to smoke a little bit less Mm -hmm. well first of all what does it feel like to smoke because if a lot of times people are smoking unconsciously out of habit they haven't noticed certain things about smoking that are not so sexy like the taste Mm -hmm. right and so if you really allow yourself to be present in what whatever it is that you're doing you you may notice that you don't actually enjoy the habit As much as you think you do.
0: Mm -hmm. So what are some habits that you have uh, that you would like to break or maybe that you've been successful in breaking Mm -hmm. before? Let us know. Comment below. um, Share
1: with friends. Get the conversation going. Yeah. And what are some habits that you want to get rid of Mm -hmm. that you're having trouble shaking absolutely yeah. uh
0: you can reach us either obviously here by commenting or on social media i am at key health and wellness whitby which is ki health and wellness whitby and i am
1: at julie brar have a wonderful day my darling catch you next time bye. bye
0: this show has been produced by PodcastExperts.ca.